What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode, or I guess I guess my second mission letter. I don't know if I'd call it an episode or not, but uh, anyway, um, hope everything's going well for everyone. Um, this week was hard. <laughs> um, I feel like I, I feel like everyone thinks I'm such a pessimist, which honestly I kind of am a pessimist uh a little bit at least in private um maybe a public optimist but yeah and in, in private I'm probably a pessimist but yeah this week was tough um kind of dealing with a lot of the same issues so I don't know um if I have too much to update but um the beginning of the week I actually did go ser- to my sister came with me to one of my service assignments and that was I think my best day um just to have my sister there with me it was just fun to like see her work and we worked together and we went beast mode and stocked a bunch of shelves. It was pretty cool. Um, and it was freezing. So we switched jackets. So I had a little green jacket on and she was wearing like this big puffer that like covered her whole body. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, that was like really fun. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. It's always good to have like a, a buddy. I'm like a very like, um, I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I'm just like very, uh, I, I want someone to do stuff with me. Like I hate doing things by myself. Um, hence why I think the podcast has been harder because my, uh, my, uh, my brothers went off to face their own adversities. It's good to find a, I have a ride or die though. And I think that's something that I've been missing a lot on the mission is, uh, just someone that I can really, work with and push and have push me. So, um, find a ride or die. Everyone find someone that can, can push you and, um, you can do things with cause it makes life easier anyway. Um, yeah, this week I kind of just felt like really bogged down by trapped by my like emotions and thoughts and just my inability, like my inadequacy. Um, and I, I guess like the way I would explain it is I just felt like this whole week, like I was in a fog. Like I just, I didn't have any direction. And like, even when I had days where I like worked harder than others, like I just felt like I was like wandering, like I worked hard, but I was just like going, I, I didn't know if I was going in circles or if I was heading the right direction. It just felt like, am I even doing anything? This is is this even worthwhile? And so, yeah, I've just been stuck in this fog, but I I think like I've been writing in my journal and I was reading my journal just this for the past week. And I think it actually is, was pretty positive. And I think there was actually some tender mercies and things that I learned, even though looking back on the week, it didn't feel like it, but, um, there's actually a day where I just thought about like, okay, just considering this whole week, like what are some things that I've learned? And I, had some, like, I wrote down, like, five rules for myself, like, five rules for success, and I think, and I guess I'll just go through those and kind of explain, like, where my head was when I thought of this. Um, The first rule, I think, and this is something that my mom told me all the time, like, growing up, this is, like, her mantra to me. She would always say, be true, and part of that is, I think, just because my name's Truman, my last name's Truman, but um, but I think she was onto something um, when she said that, and I've always kind of been like, oh, be true, 
just kind of ignored it because she would, would always say it. it kind of became cliche. But as I was thinking about it this week, I think that's like my number one struggle. Like I have to be true. And what I mean by that is like mostly keeping my commitments, my commitments to God, um, my commitments to myself and my commitments to others. Um, because I think that when we do that, that's life, right? Like if we keep our commitments to God, we keep the commandments. If we keep our commitments to ourselves, we have all, we all have goals and things that we're trying to achieve. And if we keep those commitments to each other, we plan out our week and we keep those commitments, then we're going to be successful and then keep commitments to others is like, that's how we build relationships, right? Like we commit to something, whether it's like a romantic relationship or we just commit to like, go get lunch with a friend and we keep that commitment. And that's how we, how trust is built. And so I, the more I think about this, I'm like, there's nothing that I would really do that isn't, some sort of commitment. And if I can keep all those commitments, if I can be true, then I'm going to have a really good life and I'm going to be very successful. Um, and I guess another, I guess another thing is like when you're not being true and this is especially for me this week, just kind of like trying to walk the line between I'm on a mission, but I don't really want to be here mentality a little bit. Um, it's really hard to perform at like your peak and I think the commitment that I made is like, I made a commitment to come on a mission. So I, if I'm not keeping that commitment to be here and be present, then I'm never going to perform at your peak. And I think that's the same with like sin. Like when we sin and we don't keep our commitments to God and we're not repenting, then like we can't perform at our peak. Like our conscience weighs us down. And especially for someone with like a really strong conscience, conscience like me, um, it's really hard. So I think the number one thing I would say, number one rule is be true. Um, Number two, something I was thinking about is I think the faith, the, the rule is the faithful always win. Um, and I think that's so true. I don't know why this came to my mind, actually. Um, but I was just thinking about, I was talking to my grandma and I was thinking about like Joseph in Egypt. Cause I, I just told her like, I'm in this fog. Like, I, I just feel like I don't know where I'm going. And, um, somehow that story came up and I, and for those that don't know the story of Joseph of Egypt, he basically had all this potential. He got sold to Egypt by his brothers. He became like the master of this wealthy man's house. Um, and then he got like falsely accused for um, doing something with Potiphar's wife, which was the master's and got put in prison. And then he, <laughs> he basically got out of prison and then he ended up becoming uh, second to the Pharaoh. So one of the most powerful people in Egypt. And I just love that story because it's back and forth. It's like, oh, things aren't going good. And now they're going good. Now they're not. Now they are. Now they're not. Now they are. And I think that's in our lives. Like we, I, I was just thinking we can't respond or I can't respond so much to how things are going when God is on my side because it's so much more complicated than we think, you know? And that's something that I admire about Joseph is just his faith and he was always faithful. And that's why he won because he just through the ups and downs of life that we all have. Um, if we can just be confident that it's going to work out, then it will because then we'll keep trying and God will consecrate our afflictions for our gain. Um, so the faithful always win. Once you lose faith, that's the only way you lose. If you, if you lose your faith, 
Um, and one way that you can actually do this, I, I used to do this all the time. Like I would like practice my faith. So anytime I felt like some sort of unpleasant emotion, I would just, um, I would just like think like, okay, I'm going to practice being faithful. Like what would a faithful person think? Like if I thought that everything was going to work out, like how would I think differently? And then I would think that and I would cheer up and whatever. And I haven't done that a long time. And maybe I need, I need to try that this week. Cause I think, um, I've been struggling in the faith department. Um, number three thing that I'm, thing that I'm going to work on this next week is ignore the unimportant. Um, I had a day where I was sitting there and I was like, have this morning or this routine that I do try to do every day, which includes like exercise, study my scriptures, all these things. And, um, I was sitting there, it was like two o'clock and I was just like, what am I going to do after this routine? Like life is pointless. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I'm going to do after this. My mission is hard because I never have anything to do and I have to make up these things and they're not even fulfilling and I'm not making a difference. Blah, blah, blah. And I just realized like in that moment, I took a step back and I was like, this is so unimportant. Like I have things that I can do right now. And so, um, and so I realized like until this is done, like until, cause what ends up happening is I don't, I keep thinking about it and worrying about it. And then the routine doesn't even get done or it takes a whole day to get the routine done. It's like, what a waste. So I think this week, um, something that I need to focus on is really just focusing on what's right in front of you and ignoring what comes in the future until it's the future and then worrying about it. Right. The other thing that I think you can ignore is like, we have all these, I was actually watching, we watched a, a beautiful mind. I don't know if any of you guys ever seen that, but it's the story about this guy who ends up having like, or he has schizophrenia and he has like all these different friends that he has, but they're fake. And he has to learn how to ignore them. And they're like these friends that he builds and they're like good friends of his, but he, they're like ruining his life because they're not real. And they're, you know, he's interacting with them and they're making them do weird things that he wouldn't do. He can't live, he can't function because he has all these like imagination or this, this, uh, imaginary people. And so he has to learn to ignore them. And, it's interesting how it works because at first they're like super strong and they're all in his face and then like, answer me, answer me. And then as it goes on and and he learns to ignore them, they eventually back off and they're like, okay, we can't, we can't get to him. And I think that's sometimes how um, our thoughts are and our worries and our doubts is they're like our friends because at least for me, I was talking to my parents. um, They often feel like, I often get like some sort of comfort from worrying about my doubts and my, my future, just because I think, okay, well, at least I'm worrying about it. Like if I think about it enough, if I worry about it enough, then, then nothing's going to go wrong. But if I just forget about it, then, you know, I, I might not pay attention. Then all of a sudden I'm five years down the road and life's a mess. And that's not how it works. It's actually counterproductive. Like everything that I think and I worry about just stops me. But, but they are kind of my good friends and, and, um, I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but they, there is just some sort of like compulsion that I have to obsess and stress. And there is some sort of like fear that comes into my heart when I think about like not doing that. So, um, I guess 
ignore the unimportant, ignore the doubts, um, just choose not to engage. Just like this guy that had schizophrenia chose not to engage with these like hallucinations that he saw that had to be a lot harder. So, um, so anyway, ignore the unimportant focus on the moment. Um, number four, something that I feel like I need to work on is, or, or a rule that I feel like could be applied to my life is that action is my teacher. Um, sometimes I just try to figure things out so much and I just don't trust God in the sense that like, if I just act instead of like understanding something in my mind, I want to like, I want action to like program it into my, like my DNA. Like I want to know how the gospel works, not by just reading the scriptures all day, every day and trying to figure out what it all means, but by experiencing the feeling of serving others and um, coming to Christ. I want that like spiritual testimony that comes from, from learning obviously, but not too much. Like let action be your teacher. Let action show you what the scriptures are talking about. Um, And I think that's true in like all things like business, right? Like we can read a million business books. We can read a million sales books. We can read, um, how to play basketball, what the best form is. We can watch YouTube videos on how to do it. But if we really want that feeling, that that second type of learning that, I feel like you learn things twice, right? You learn how to do it and then you actually learn it. Like you actually know. And so um, I'm trying not to spend so much time on the, the speculating, analyzing, um, obsessing over it and just go to work. And I think that's, I think that I honestly think that that will teach me 10 X what, what, uh, thinking about it can. So that's another one. And then the last step, um, is never give up. And, um, this is hard cause it's, I, I want to give up so much. Like I've even thought about this mission. It's so hard. Um, not in the way you would expect, but it's hard for me. Um, I just wonder what the heck am I doing? All my friends are off, you know, starting their careers, getting married, whatever. I'm just wasting my time. Sometimes I think that. Um, and I just have to remember, like, I, I can't give up. And there's times where I give up in the moment. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Um, but I think something that I am good at is getting back on the horse. Like, I probably get off more than most people. I probably like have little mini fits of giving up more than most people, but I always get back on. And I think that that's something that has served me well. I'm not in the best place in the world, but I think I'm doing okay. Um, and I think that God's gonna bless me. And I think that's what repentance is, right? Like as long as we're going back and repenting and saying, sorry, dang, I messed up rather than saying, oh, I can't do this anymore. The church is holding me back or whatever. Then we're going to be okay. And um, and yeah, and I guess that kind of goes back to rule two, which is the faithful always win, really. Like if you just keep going, you look at like all the people that have ever made it in life. Like they just kind of, it's not that they like, it's not like they understand things faster. They're just okay not understanding things for longer. I think that's like the truth of it. Um, and I 
on this mission, I'm still not sure what's going on. I, I don't know how I'm doing. Like, I don't know if God's proud of me or if he's not, or if he's like, step it up. Um, but, and, and honestly, like my mindset's been way off. So I don't even know why I'm giving these steps that, that might help someone. Like I'm the last person that's qualified to do so. But, um, but I am trying to be true. I'm trying to be faithful. Um, I'm doing my best to focus on what matters most. I'm trying to ignore the unimportant. I'm trying to act often days, not great. Um, and I'm not going to give up. I'm really not. And, um, so yeah. Um, hopefully next week I will have some, uh, maybe some more success. I'll be in a little better spirits. Um, but, um, for now I'm just trusting the Lord and I'm just hoping that I'm growing in a way that I can't see and that I'm like Joseph and someday I'll be the Pharaoh. Just kidding. But like someday I'll be, uh, someone I'll be more like Christ and I'll be able to do something great. And, um, yeah, so that was my week. Um, hopefully you guys had a great week. Sorry, that was kind of a ramble, but um, yeah, keep the faith and I will see you next week.